Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Full work limited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. In five, four, three, two, one. It's time for the rundown with Rob Sanders. Well, we're waiting. Welcome into the rundown on Fox Sports Radio 1400 around the world on the iHeartRadio app. My name is Rob Sanders. Thanks for joining me today. Got a great show planned for you. We will start with going out to the hotline and welcoming in from the Clemson Insider, Mr. Will Vandervoort. Will, what's going on, buddy? Hey, buddy. How you doing, man? You know, I was doing great. Last night we all were chilling out a little bit, and then all of a sudden... Twitter goes on fire, and the world goes on fire with uh, Trevor Lawrence testing positive for COVID-19. Yeah, has a small town in rural South Carolina ever been more on the national scene than last night? I'm talking not just on ESPN and sports stuff. I'm talking like on CNN, Fox Sports, Fox News, I mean, you name it, all the news channels. Like, that's the number one story. It's crazy that little old Clemson, as Dabo likes to say, was was uh, making all the rounds and not really for the best reasons possible. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, uh, you know, at the beginning of the season, we kind of thought that no one would could predict, okay, who's going to be affected most. But I think it's safe to say this is the highest profile uh, college football player that is, has contracted COVID-19. You'd agree with that, right? Oh, there's no doubt. I mean, he's the he's he's the leader in the clubhouse right now for the Heisman Trophy. Um, you know, the guy who who talked about how we want to play movement, uh, he spearheaded all that. Um, you know, he's just he's been out in front of a lot of stuff you know, since the off season, and and of course, you know, he's also the quarterback of the number one ranked team in the country, and that also helps as well. So, yeah, right. he put all those factors in, and, and and of course, it becomes a major story for deservedly so, um, because this is a, you know, it is this is a you know, virus that, you know, we all need to pay attention to and do what we're supposed to do. And uh, when one of your own, if, if you will, which as a South Carolinian, he's one of our own, gets it, uh, it, it makes you, uh, I think, even a little more cautious than you probably already were. It does. But, you know, I want to ask you a couple of questions here. And, and, and one, just once again, we're, we're not doctors, but let's talk, no, let's talk a little bit. The first last night, though. <laughs> That's exactly right. But l- let's talk a little <laughs> bit about the um, – the actual protocol. I mean, uh, you know, you've read so many different things online, but uh, the ACC protocol is basically a ten-day period uh, after that test, right? Not after the test. Uh, See, the even I need to be corrected. 
the 10-day period is when symptoms start showing. So if so, say like it's the same thing the CDC has with us for regular people. So if we go to let's say we think we have COVID and we go and pass take the test and we end up fine, the doctor's going to ask us, well, when did you? What caused you to go get tested? And you can say, well, I started feeling these symptoms on such and such day. Well, that's when the clock starts. It's the day you started feeling the symptoms. So, um, so we do know for a fact that he did show symptoms earlier in the week uh, before Wednesday. Uh, so the clock will actually start then. Now, we don't know exactly what day that is, but we do know he started showing symptoms before Wednesday. Give us an idea of basically, I mean, he literally is being told, and, and, and he's obviously following it, he is staying at home and, you know, just like you said in his tweet, he's going to watch the game uh, away from everybody else. I mean, he literally is in quarantine. Yes, he's in isolation right now. He'll stay in isolation until the end of that period, which I have to imagine is going to be somewhere, like even if Wednesday, even if you started the clock Wednesday, then 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 the isolation day would be would end on Saturday. Uh, so, but we know it's before then. So you got to think somewhere between Thursday and Friday is uh, probably when yeah. he's going to come out of the isolation period. Now, here's the thing, and I don't know this to be I don't know and, and I don't know what the correct answer is on this, but what it makes you wonder is, okay, so can he take the? It's, let's just say hypothetically, you know, he's showing mild symptoms now. Let's say by Monday he's good to go, right? Like he doesn't feel any symptoms anymore and he feels right. good, but he has to finish up the isolation. So if he's in isolation protocol for, you know, till whatever day, I don't know how the cardiac thing work, works. Can he, could he take it earlier um, to where he can see that his heart's okay? Or does he got to wait till he comes right out of the isolation before he can take it? Um, right, and that, that's you know, the other thing too. He has to pass a cardiac test as well. I mean, that's, that's right. something and, else that's and out there. When, and how long does it take to get the results for that cardiac test? I don't think any of us know that answer. Right. You know, I don't know if it's a you take the test and they know right away. I don't know what what goes into it. I don't know how they check it. I don't know if it's a you know an X ray. You know, I just know when I've had chest X rays done um, in the past that it generally takes a couple days before I hear the news back from the doctor. Um, you know, so. I don't, I, you know, that's that's what I'm saying. I don't know. All that's dependent on, the, I guess, the situation maybe or or however, how long it takes. I don't know what determines that or how long it takes. And so just because he comes out through on whatever day that is, whether it be Thursday or Friday, doesn't necessarily mean he's going to be able to play because where does he stand with that cardiac test? And when does he get results back? Right. Uh, and I want to put something else out there, too. Um and this is something that went wild on Twitter last night, and people they you know they they just put things out there, and I'm like just research a little bit. Uh, the whole thing with the SEC with the three test thing with with Nick Saban is completely different because Nick Saban didn't show any symptoms, so it's a completely different animal. I mean, Trevor Lawrence has has uh, has some symptoms, Nick Saban right. didn't, so there's no chance of there being a false positive because. Trevor Lawrence actually experienced symptoms, so I, I, I want that. And, yeah, go ahead. That and also that and also the fact that he took multiple tests. So right. he just didn't take one test on Wednesday, and that's the only one. Right. Um, he started showing symptoms as we know earlier in the week, and he took a test at that time as well. 
So it, it, it's not it's not just one test Trevor took. He took multiple tests, as we reported last night. Yeah, and of course you can find that with the ClemsonInsider.com. But that, that was kind of the big thing. Everyone's like, well, Nick Saban gets to play. The SEC rolled over and let Nick Saban play. Completely different. Just completely yeah. different. So I want to make sure we put that out there this afternoon. Yeah, because- totally different. And remember, Nick Saban, he, like you said, he showed no symptoms. And he also, there was discrepancies in the test because he gets tested every day. The day before it was negative, comes back the next day, it's positive. He did nothing different. So that caused him to say, well, let's do another test again. And then he tests and he goes negative, negative, negative. And so he was clear to go. Um, that's why there's a difference. Like you said, it was, it was just, he showed no symptoms. And he'd just taken a test the day before and passed and did nothing different, you know, um, in how he handles things. So, you know, they just did their due diligence with him and found out that it was a false test and a false positive. And I think they handled that situation with Nick Saban, right? But, yeah, it's totally different. Yeah, than, I, than I just wanted to make sure had. I put that out there because that was some stuff that had made, uh, made different shows around here in the Midlands today. And I'm just laughing. I, I'd like just go and read. My goodness, people. Anyway, uh, some, sometimes you got to bring some facts, and uh, I'm glad you're helping me out with that this afternoon. Now, there's one other thing that was interesting that came out last night. Brett McMurphy from Stadium Sports said that it was an isolated positive test, and due to contact tracing, no, no one else at Clemson has tested positive. That, that's what he tweeted out. When I read that, I mean, to me, it's like, how does he come about that? I mean, I, I can understand the, the contact tracing, but I, I mean, everybody gets tested again today. And the big question is, is that will there be more positives that come out of that uh, out of those tests? Um, well, I don't know if there will be because it was an isolated situation. It sounds like Clemson handled it the way it was supposed to be handled. Um, so, yeah, Clemson sounded pretty confident last night that it's just an isolated incident and they feel good. That, well, you know, because remember, he tested on Wednesday. So did everybody else. And he's the only one that came back positive. So, right. at least based off of what we know from Wednesday's test, which is what, you know, the ACC tests every Sunday, Wednesday, and Friday, right. unless, unless that something comes up and you test because a guy's showing symptoms or whatever. And you test that point, which is what we know was the case with Trevor. But everybody on the team test tested on Wednesday, and Trevor was the only one that came back positive. So we know as of right now that doesn't seem to be the case. And Clemson was, was very diligent in how they handled Trevor and handled the whole situation. And so, um, you know, I think, I think where they're at, they're probably in pretty good shape um, as far as that goes. Now, you never know. But we'll see. It sounds like it was just an isolated incident. Well, and that—that that is the thing. You—you you truly don't know. I mean, we—we uh, we just had media day with, uh, or you know, Trevor Lawrence just did media day uh, earlier this week, and all of a sudden he comes back and he's positive. So you never know what's going to happen uh, on this front. And this is something that you know, and, and I know you've been doing this for a long time, but. It's the strangest thing ever when it comes to this virus as far as who's going to play and who doesn't. I mean, it is just out there. It is crazy um, how and – and, and that's why I said, you know, we got to look at it. Everybody has to do their part to take it serious. And, and I don't mean because, you know, I don't mean be like be scared or anything like that, but just do what you need to do to do what's right. So if you, you know, make sure you're wearing your mask and you don't wear your mask for yourself, you wear it for others. 
always remember that. And then, you know, um, just do things that are going to, that are going to take care of yourself and other people around you and your families and things of that nature. I think if we do that, we're going to be okay. But yeah, this is just another reminder that you just, you never know with this virus. It, it can strike any of us at any time. And, um, you know, we have to, have to take it as serious as it deserves to be because it's like, you know, it's, you know, it's different. It's unlike anything we've ever been around, to be honest with you, because they still can't grab a hold of it like they can other, other things. And so that's what makes it so difficult because normally we're so accustomed in our world today that when something like this happens, there's a, you know, we've never been involved in a pandemic. Everything's generally kind of taken care of pretty fast, and then you go on with your life. But right. COVID has reminded us that that's not always the case. And, you know, here we're sitting, what, seven months later, and we're still battling through this thing. And, and now one of the uh, premier players in college football is being affected by it. And it-, it is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Let's be honest. It, there's a lot of ramifications it could mean for the Clemson football program. Uh, exactly. And, of course, it changes the entire matchup tomorrow with Boston College. Clemson was a 32-point favorite. Now that game's been taken off the board in Las Vegas, uh, which means that they have no clue what the hell's going on, uh, just like we Actually, do. Actually, it did, it, did it did pop back up a little while ago. Oh, okay, well, then apparently my notes are wrong. But uh, correct me, man. What do they, they got the line at? They got the line Clemson minus 24 right now. So, But still, um, an, an eight-point swing in the line, that's crazy. That's yeah, that, 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 that tells you Trevor Lawrence is worth at least a touchdown. Um, <laughs> so, um, uh, yeah, I would thought it would go down a little bit more than that, but I guess they're still figuring the Clemson's weapons they have and their defense. They should still win comfortably tomorrow. But, but still, that's a big dip. Seven points is a big dip. It's absolutely um, a, a big line. dip. Well, let, let's talk there. a little bit about the game tomorrow really quick before we get you out of here. Are they going to change the offense uh, and, and maybe – go to more running plays and lean on what they're, uh, I mean, you know, the first thing that I thought of last night was, you know, you don't have to be concerned about the Boston College game because whoever plays quarterback, when he looks behind him, he's looking at a potential Heisman Trophy-type running back. And I think you can uh, do stuff with him and, of course, Amari Rogers and some of the other great, uh, I call them pieces, that uh, they have on the offense. And, and it's almost, I'm not saying that Trevor Lawrence is not great because he is, but you can be a quarterback in that system and game manage basically and win a heck of a lot of football games. Yeah, I think they are going to change the, the, the style of play a little bit because I think when you, DJ's a different quarterback than Trevor. Um, now he can sling the ball and he's got a strong arm, but he's also can be used in the running game more deliberately than Trevor Lawrence can. And I think Clemson's going to do that. I think they showed that a little bit this year when they played Miami and they ran the quarterback power a couple of times there. So they're going to do some different things with him. Um, and so now, you know, as we reported last night, Clemson has been out in front of this from the very beginning because Trevor was open about how he felt. And, um, so they've been out in front of this from the beginning. And so DJ's got a lot of first-team reps. So they've kind of already adjusted 
Um, he just didn't practice yesterday with the first team. He also practiced – we know he practiced on Wednesday with the first team as well. Um, so um, he's he's had some time, and they've made sure he's gotten enough reps to where they can adjust the offense to him, and I think there will be a game plan for him um, at times. But they'll also – don't want him to manage the game, like you said. Don't make any mistakes. Don't put the defense in any harm's way. Allow that defense to go win the game for you because you know the defense is good enough to win the game on its own, basically. And 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 then I would think you're going to see Travis Etienne get anywhere between 20 to 30 touches tomorrow. Um, that doesn't mean just necessarily running the ball. That means also in the passing game, too. I think they're going to, they're going to use him in all kinds of exotic ways tomorrow, I would believe, to kind of take some of the pressure off DJ and those wide receivers. Um, because Boston ain't gonna let Trevor run it. Nobody's allowed, uh, excuse me, Travis to run it. Nobody's allowed Travis to run the ball all year, really. Let's be honest. People have stacked the box and they've dared Trevor Lawrence and those receivers to beat them. Um, and that's definitely gonna be the case tomorrow. There's no way Travis Etienne's gonna be able to break off for 200 yards rushing tomorrow. Um, he's gonna have to. They're gonna have to find different ways to get him involved to loosen up that defense, and then maybe start allowing him to carry the tote after that. Yeah, and, and and I agree with you on that. I think that obviously, uh, I think that that uh, that Etn and Rogers are uh, a big part of um, how Clemson can soften the blow a little bit uh, tomorrow with Boston College. But uh, you know, I got to ask at uh, behind uh, behind DJ at quarterback, which way are they going to go? Uh, I, I mean, Fumbich uh, is still dealing with his hand, right? Yeah, Pupachon. Yeah, Dabo said last week he was ready to play if they needed him. Right. Um, he's got a soft cast on his left hand. It's not his throwing hand. It's his other. It's his left hand, so it's not throwing hand. Um, he worked with it all last week. Didn't have any issues, according to Dabo Sweeney. Um, so they feel like if he has to come in the game, that they'll be able to go with him um, there as that third as the backup quarterback. So um, I'm sure they hope they don't have to. Um, but they feel like he's ready if, if if that is indeed the case. It's it's still going to be an interesting uh, interesting game tomorrow. And you know what? Uh, and I think we talked about this last week, where it seems like uh, Clemson fans are kind of uh, kind of spoiled a little bit because they're they just just basically go out and beat the tar out of whoever they play. And you really only have to get up for a couple of games a season. But this Boston College game is interesting tomorrow because. They've got uh, they've got a good quarterback, and that they've got some things they can do to make it interesting. So, if you're a Clemson fan, it feels like you're you're uh, it's almost a level of excitement you normally would get in January, but you're getting it for Halloween. Yeah, it, it's um, it, yeah, it's uh, it's it's a different kind of excitement because you still feel like Clemson should win the game, but there's so you know we're not even talking about the fact James Skalski's not going to play tomorrow, middle linebacker. There's a chance Tyler Davis still might not play at nose tackle. Um, so, you know, there's some interesting elements to this game other than Trevor Lawrence, too, and that's what makes it interesting um, because Clemson right now is a little beat up, and Boston College is a pretty good football team. They're not just going to come in here and get run over. Um, they're, I can tell you they're better than Syracuse, and um, if Clemson's not careful, you know, this team's forward, too. If Clemson's not careful, they don't take care of the football and they don't play – as they always say to their standard, they could lose this game tomorrow if they play bad. And um, I think that's probably the message Dabo sent and his players and stuff. I think you're going to see a sense of urgency. Um, and they're going to probably have that big game mentality coming in there, not showing that they don't anyway, um, because they always say every game's the biggest game. But you know, being with what, what's happened with Trevor, that's going to get that defense fired up because 
they're going to be able, they're going to want to say, okay, we'll carry the load. You know, and um, that defense is when they're playing on all cylinders, they're as good as anybody. But they might have might have to do it without Tyler Davis. They might have to. They're definitely going to have to do it without James Skowski. And uh, that's you know, when you, you don't have those two guys in the game, then if I'm Boston College, I'm going right there. If number thirteen is not in the game, I'm attacking the middle of Clemson's defense because I think that's obviously where the most vulnerable part is at that point. All right, I have to ask you this before we get you out of here. Will Vandervoort from the Clemson Insider. I believe the NFL doesn't like to get TV ratings, and I'll tell you why. The Sunday night game is they're, they're going to make us watch on Sunday night the featured game of the week, the Cowboys and the Eagles, when they could slide the Steelers and Ravens right into that spot. Is the NFL really this galactically stupid? I would say in this case, absolutely. Um, now I don't know how the, I don't know how the uh, they, they can they can they can opt out if they want to. They just choose to show us the dirty, stinking Eagles and the Cowboys. It's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I mean, I'm with you. I hear it. Um, you know, I'm kind of glad though that it's um, earlier in the day because I could go ahead. We did that though at six o'clock at night um, on right. Sunday night, and obviously a day after. This situation after the BC game with Trevor and where Trevor's at and all that. Obviously, I'm gonna be busy Sunday night. <laughs> so selfishly, I'm glad this game didn't get moved because I can I'm talking, watch the whole game. I'm talking about <laughs> for the good of America, sir. That's what I'm talking about. America I know you, I know needs. You are. America needs to see the Steelers and Ravens at night. No one cares about the Eagles and the Cowboys. It's two teams that might not make the might not make the playoffs. Get out of here! Well, with that one of them make the playoffs because the, that division's got to have somebody no, win it, right? I'm, go- I'm going with the team with no name. That's the team that's going to make the playoffs this year. Why? Because it's 2020, and that makes the the, the least amount of sense. The team with no you name know, might make the playoffs. Point. That's a very good point, right there. That's that's one of the best arguments I've heard. For the Redskins winning that division than any I've ever heard. Uh, don't say, don't say that. They're, they're the team with no name. You're going to get me pinged with people. You can't say the old dirty name anymore. It's the team with did no I name. Did I say the dirty name? You did. You certainly did. You you oh, selfish, man, I selfish individual. I the other day. <laughs> I'm sorry. Excuse me. Washington's football team. The team with um, no name, sir. <laughs> you you got to give us a. They got to give us a little break though, because you know I'm. I'm you know, my entire life I've known to say that other word. Exactly. And it's like all of a sudden I can't anymore. I mean, you know, you got to give us some leeway, right? I mean. I'm with you. I, I just I laugh when I look at the schedule because, to be honest with you, the Sunday night game is one of the few games I at least get to watch a good bit of. And they're, they're sticking us with the Cowboys and the Eagles. So I might just turn my phone off and then DVR the Ravens and Steelers and just play that. I might just do that. <laughs> That might be what I do. <laughs> well, you'll know what the score is if you, as you see my Twitter one time. Because if, if, if I'm tweeting, that means the Steelers won. If I'm not tweeting anything, that means the Steelers lost. <laughs> well, I'm, we'll, that. we'll both be watching the Steelers and Ravens on Sunday. And I, I will not be watching the Dallas Cowboys and the Philadelphia Eagles. We'll not do it. I know I will not be watching it either. Um, but that's for work purposes. Exactly. But... Yeah, I, I'm with you, man. I, I just I had to ask someone. I'm like, oh man, I cannot believe they're doing that. Uh, tell folks where they can find your work, sir, and uh, and of course about your book. Yeah, they can uh, they can find my work at uh, um, at the, uh, excuse me the Clemson Insider website, ClemsonInsider.com. 
Uh, our stuff's free all the time, so we, we appreciate you if you go on over there and check us out. If you haven't been before, uh, you can find me. You can also find our stories with my Twitter account, at Steeler Will, or at the company's uh, Twitter, um, at Clemson Insider. Facebook, you can find us on Clemson Insider also. Um, and then uh, my book, oh, yeah, my book is uh, Clemson, The Hidden History of Clemson Football. came out uh, just before the football season started. Um, you can get it at Barnes & Noble's, uh, Books A Million, all those places. If you're coming to Clemson, you can get it at some shops downtown. Um, also, um, uh, you can uh, go to Amazon.com and find it there. It's a uh, hit history of Clemson football. Uh, just type in Clemson books. It'll come up. It'll be one of the first ones. It's not the first one that pops up if you, if you can't remember the name. And then um, and then also check out my podcast with me and LeVon Kirkland. Um, it's uh, Clemson football with LeVon Kirkland. It comes out every Thursday. Um, you know, and uh, I have a good time with LeVon. And, you know, we I think it's a pretty good product. So if you could give it a download, listen to it review it tell me what you think i'd I'd greatly appreciate it all right will vandervoort from the clemsoninsider.com i'll be watching his twitter account on sunday as his steelers play the ravens in in the game of the week that the nfl doesn't care about (laughs) that's right man i hope my steelers pull it off man this is a big one this is uh this i always tell south carolina clemson fans this is the to me this is the equivalent of clemson carolina week so that's the way it feels like to me so i'm excited about it i'm looking forward it's ravens week um, you know, hopefully my boys will come out and go to seven and zero, something they haven't done since nineteen seventy eight. So I don't put the jinx on them, man. But hey, I appreciate you joining us here on the program, man. Thanks so much. All right, man. We see y'all later. Talk to you later. All Bye. right, there you go, Will Vandervoort from the Clemson Insider, joining us here on the Rundown this afternoon. We will take a quick break. When we come back, we will have more for you here on the Rundown on Fox Sports Radio fourteen hundred. <laughs> With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Well, welcome back to the Rundown on Fox Sports Radio 1400. My name is Rob Sanders. Thanks for joining me here today. Appreciate Will Vandervoort from the Clemson Insider. I kind of went over a little bit there, so I'm going to have to take a break here in just a second to catch back up. But some of the stuff he said makes a lot of sense on the front of, yeah, they're going to change Clemson's offense a little bit. And I think about it, and it's like, I think they're going to do 
uh, what he said with more of that quarterback power and stuff like that. Now, I think they've seen a little bit of tape on that, but when you got to do that a lot, that's crazy. Let's head out to the phones really quick here. Good afternoon. Welcome to the rundown. Yeah, I need some top quality service that uh, for what bugs me. What is that, sir? <laughs> well, I got a list here. Where you want me to start? <laughs> well, what's bugging you the worst, my friend? Uh, well, let's start with um, this Twitter feed firestorm that you're talking about. Sure. That bugs me. Well, why, why is it that that bugs you? People like well, to. Well, I think it bugs. I think it bugs you too, Rob, because people are not putting the facts out. You're right about that. The whole thing with uh, Nick Saban put one over on everybody, and I'm like, uh, just stop. You're not reading. Exactly. Craziness. You're right about that. And 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 why are they, you know, thinking the uh, the world's coming to an end because Trevor has COVID? How many? We got, you know. We're loaded in the quarterback position, okay? okay? I know we don't have a guy. We have a guy there talented as Trevor. He just doesn't have the experience that Trevor does. He doesn't know the playbook like Trevor does. But he's going to do fine. Agreed yeah, or disagreed, I, I sir? Think that, I think that uh, – I, I think it's hard to replace Trevor Lawrence, but – I think that Clemson has the talent at quarterback to be very, very, very successful. And, I, I, you know, I'm also in the camp, and, and I'll share this with you since you called in first today. I think that people need to uh, get out of this window of thinking, all right, Trevor Lawrence may play against Notre Dame. I, I don't think that's a good yeah. idea. Do you want to send a guy out there who hasn't really been able to practice and has been dealing with the COVID-19 stuff. I had COVID-19, and I'll tell you what, it messed me up chemically, meaning that I I had issues with uh, getting tired very easily and stuff like that. Now, obviously, Trevor Lawrence is a much more athletic person than I am. I completely understand that. He's a lot younger than I am, too. But the reality is is that this this can affect you in so many different ways. I think Clemson beats Notre Dame without uh, without Trevor Lawrence, so I think I people totally need to get into, into their in that into their head that you know if you're a fan you've got to rally behind uh, behind DJ and and, uh, and and then go from there. I I, I just I totally it's not agree. the end of the world that uh, that Trevor Lawrence is out, but it's not. I'm not being disrespectful towards him, but no, it's the same mentality of not... put these guys out there. That's why. Clemson plays 100 people every game. That's why they do it. Right. And another, I'm glad you brought that up, Rob, about the facts about this COVID. You have it. You you had it, you say. You you know the consequences. I do, yeah. You know, you, know, you felt the effects. It, I'm not going to go into those effects because we both know it can kill people. Absolutely. Everybody, uh, but, but. I'm not saying anything like that. I'm sure Trevor's going to recover just like you did. Yeah, I, I think but so. My, and, you know, I, I think that that's uh, – if you look at people in, in, in his age group and especially people that are um, as um, as fit as Trevor Lawrence is, I mean, he's he's probably in the 8% body fat range. I mean, he, you know, yeah. is obviously uh, working out and doing all of that. 
Uh, he eats very his, healthy. His immune yeah, system I think he's is, gonna be is fine. wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. It'll, it'll probably like end up being like a, like a cold towards him than, than anything else, according to uh, what the research has shown. But other people, not so much. And I'm, I'm not trying to, to downplay how it affects other people. But with this, though, I, I think that Clemson fans need to – it's best to look at it from this perspective – don't expect that he's going to be out there on next Saturday. And if he is out there next Saturday, he's going to be playing on uh, his heart, basically. And, and, and I know that he's light years better than a lot of quarterbacks, but in my opinion, I think it's I – don't, I don't like the idea of sending someone out there who hasn't been able to prepare uh, at practice throughout the week, regardless of if they have COVID-19 or not. So if you don't really get to practice, you don't get to play, in my mind. And I agree again. As we Exactly. The, the, we have to positively look at this, not the negative aspects. Right. People, people look at the positive. Uh, number one, these guys, DJ, are going to get some experience. We need that. They need snaps. Well, and, and look at it from this perspective. Don't you like the idea of – if you're a Clemson fan, do you like the idea of, hey, uh, you know, he's going to get a couple of ACC starts, one against Boston College, one of the more, uh, I, I guess, physical teams. They are one of the more physical teams in the conference. And he's going to get a start at Notre Dame. Would you like having that or his first true start being against the University of Georgia in Charlotte uh, next, sept- next September? I vote I totally for the two agree. this time. I mean, it just makes more sense. I, I appreciate that at that point. That's the positive part of it. And he will get, I hope, and that he does get a snap and start against Notre Dame. I, he, they shouldn't start and try to rush Trevor back in the game. I, I, let, I, let this, yeah, let, yeah it, go let, it, let it go out. But And here's the other thing, too. Uh, Clemson Twitter can be as bad as Gamecock Twitter. And and I, I I'm uh, with with this show and, and and other podcasts and things that I do. I'm kind of a member of both, so I get both sets of uh, the fan bases. And there are people that are putting out there. Well, DJ's not ready. He's not ready to do this. Look, let's put it. In, let, let's look at it from this perspective. He's been successful on the football field everywhere that he's ever played. He is a grown, huge man. Okay, but he's never had to go out there and be, quote unquote, the guy for Clemson because he's got Trevor Lawrence there. So he goes into these games and he has he has to now before he could go in there and he could learn a little bit here and there. But now it's going to be, look, we're going to give you the keys to the Corvette, buddy. What are you going to do with it? And he has the opportunity to shine. So I think that I think this is a great thing for Clemson, not not even just now, but down the road. And if you yes. look back, and if Clemson wins the national title this season, I mean, he's and he takes them to wins in these two games. He's already etched his name into Clemson history forever. No doubt. And another thing you brought up that I want to address, if you don't mind, if you sure. have a few minutes, sure. a minute or two. Yeah, have at it. These these um. You were talking about it yesterday and a, a day before, also, Rob. These 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 spoiled fans that are jumping on the bandwagon. You know, everybody wants to jump on the bandwagon, right? 
Right. Everybody wants to pull for a winner. These you got people pulling for Clemson right now. Don't know nothing of anything of the history of Clemson football. Nothing about it. Yeah. And and they want to jump in here and start. Oh, I've been a fan. I'm a, I'm I'm all in. You know? No, they don't know it. And they're all and they get on Twitter and they start spreading rumors and and this and that just because Trevor can't. Stop. Stop it. Please, people. <laughs> Listen out there. I hear you, man. You're Twitter? right. Say, so, say, so if you're going to get on Twitter, going to get on Facebook, put facts. But try that. It works a lot better. I enjoy talking with you, Rob. You have a great day, sir. Thank you for calling. We appreciate it. Later. All right. There we go. Uh, he, he's uh, in the same boat I'm in. Don't put stupid stuff out on your social media. It makes you look like an idiot. It's not the way you want to go. Take a quick break when we come back. We'll have more for you on the rundown. This is Fox Sports Radio 1400. Welcome back to the rundown on Fox Sports Radio 1400 around the world on the iHeartRadio app. Uh, I will be giving you my picks. Last week I picked 13 games. I went 7-6. and six. Yeah, that's, well, no, not too good. You know, we're looking for more of these. Yeah, more of that for uh, Monday. I'm going to give you my picks for the uh, for the week coming up here as uh, we get set for the football weekend. Not a uh, football weekend for the Gamecocks as they are off this week. They uh, come back to play Texas A&M next weekend. And, you know, South Carolina's never won the bottom trophy, which is uh, given to the winner of that matchup. You know, I wonder, I mean, they're getting two weeks to prepare for this A&M team. Maybe this is the year they do it. Maybe it is. And talk about a win that would be great for the program. Right now, they're sitting, what, two and three? If they're two and three and they get this win, wow. You'll have wins over a ranked Auburn team and a top 10 Texas A&M team if they can pull off their win this weekend. Stand by. That would be be huge for South Carolina. Because you look down the rest of the schedule, there's a couple of games that they I think they could be favored in. The FPI has them favored to beat Ole Miss and Mizzou. That happens. They have a 5-5 five and five season. And what has looked bad, all of a sudden, looks really good. So kind of jacked up to talk about the Gamecocks next week. That's going to be interesting to see uh, what Will Muschamp and, the, and the, the gentleman down there are going to put out on the field. All right, we'll take a quick break. When we come back, we'll have our picks for the week. You're listening to The Rundown. This is Fox Sports Radio 1400. Final segment of the rundown this afternoon here on Fox Sports Radio 1400. I've got, uh, I'm trying to remember how many picks I put on the board here. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, uh, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15. I got 17 picks. Yeah. Now, some people, they'll put out like two or three picks because uh, they lack a set of, um, I don't know what the term I can use is. We'll say they don't lack gumption or they're not very confident in where they're going. I put out there a lot of them because these are games that if I were going to uh, bet, and by the way, Governor McMaster says that you're too stupid to bet. Remember that. 
South Carolina people don't want to bet. They're, that That's not what they want to do. Basically implied that we're too dumb to bet. So let Governor McMaster know that when you t- if you ever get a chance to chat with him. Say, hey, I'm smart enough that I know how to bet, sir. Uh, you know what? Here's the crazy thing about that. Regardless of your uh, your political leanings, it's like Michael Jordan with the whole shoe thing. Like uh, Republicans buy shoes. Republicans also bet. Democrats bet. Libertarians bet. Just throwing that out there. One of the dumbest things that uh, Governor McMaster's ever said in public. Anyway. Here we go this afternoon on the rundown. My picks. Minnesota is an 18-point favorite over Maryland. They will cover. Minnesota's upset that they lost to Michigan. So roll with Minnesota there. Uh, Maryland is just not very good. Michigan State and Michigan. I like the fact that the Michigan State coach literally will not utter the term Michigan, which is kind of funny to me. So, But I think Michigan, that big quarterback they've got, he looks like a man-child. He is at... uh, 23-point favorite in that matchup. I'll take them. Wake Forest and Syracuse. Wake Forest is a very quiet 4-2. and two. Very quiet. So, yeah, I'm going to go with Wake Forest to cover there. And when we have on our good friend Wes Bryant next week from the ACC Digital Network, he will... Uh, he will probably be a happy guy that his team is 5-2. and two. Excuse me, as I sneeze. North Carolina and Virginia. North Carolina is a four-point favorite in that matchup to open up. Uh, I don't think Virginia is that good. I really don't. So give me North Carolina. People are, like took a lot of the luster off North Carolina because they lost to Florida State. I think Mac Brown is going to have them squared away and ready to go for this matchup with Virginia. Also, the next matchup, uh, Virginia Tech and Louisville. Virginia Tech's a four-point favorite. If uh, Fuente doesn't get right the ship this week, he, he needs to uh, call the moving company. I, I truly believe that. I think that uh, Louisville will cover. Uh, and they'll. I think Louisville wins that game outright. Notre Dame and Georgia Tech. Georgia Tech is, is, is spiraling right now. Uh, ever since that loss to Clemson, I mean, it just seems like uh, the next game they play, they look kind of flat. Give me Notre Dame to cover the 18 on the road at Georgia Tech. We've also got Coastal Carolina playing Georgia State. Uh, the fighting Sean Elliott's of Georgia State, they have the one of the worst defenses in college football. Coastal Carolina will cover that uh, three and a half. That's what the line's at as they stay undefeated. The second-ranked team in our state, by the way. Ohio State, Penn State. This is supposed to be the game where they do the whole, uh, where they wave the uh, the white, the what do they call it, the white party, the whiteout, whatever it is. Looks like they're all surrendering. That's what it looks like. Uh, give me Ohio State to win big. Huge. I think they win by 20 points. It's eight and a half the line. Texas and Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State's a four-point favorite. Tom Herman, I think, is on his way out. Give me Oklahoma State. Oklahoma and Texas Tech. Texas Tech is a 15-point underdog. Roll with Texas Tech. They're going to score points. Now, of course, they're not going to stop anybody, but I think they're going to score points. 
LSU and Auburn, that's the game of the week in the SEC. Who is uh, the team that is really not a big dumpster fire? Auburn started out as a two-point underdog, or two-point favorite. Now they're a two-point underdog. I think LSU runs them over and wins big time. Give me LSU to win there. Uh, at the op- I, 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 I do my picks with the opening line. So LSU is basically getting two points. They, they won't need it. I think they win huge. Ole Miss playing Vanderbilt. Uh, Ole Miss is an 18-point favorite. I think Vanderbilt covers. And it's just a, I don't have any logical thing behind it. I just think that Ole Miss is going to score points. But I think Vanderbilt will hang around with them because Ole Miss can't stop anybody either. So give me Vanderbilt to cover the 18 points. Wait, Rob picked a Vanderbilt game? Yeah, I did. I, it's just something I feel about that, to be honest with you. Mississippi State and Alabama, uh, roll tide there. Alabama wins. They're a 33-point favorite. Arkansas and Texas A&M. Texas A&M is a 15-point favorite. And I think Arkansas gets within probably seven points. So give me Arkansas to cover that game. Mizzou and Florida. Florida's a 15-point favorite. Give me the Missouri Tigers. They are going to be the team in the East that is doing what Arkansas did in the West. Mizzou may win that game over Florida. Don't laugh. Don't sit there and laugh. It's not a joke. They may win that game over Florida. Don't be shocked. Georgia playing Kentucky. Kentucky's a 13-point underdog. Kentucky has been held under 100 yards passing for two out of their last three games. Give me Georgia to win by a lot. Final game, Clemson and Boston College. The line was at 32 to start. Now it's down to 24. I think that Clemson wins, but Boston College covers. The Tigers win by about 17 points. So there you go with that. I've got, I give you all of my picks, and we'll see whether I'm right or whether I am wrong on Monday. Last week I was 7-6, and six, and then I picked 17 games this week. It shows you how stupid I am. <laughs> anyway. I tell you what, if you missed the interview with Will Vandervoort from Clemson in the ClemsonInsider.com, it'll be on the podcast. You can listen at any time this throughout this weekend. If you're heading up to Clemson to tailgate, like friend of the program, Positive Mike, I'm sure he'll listen to some of the podcasts as he heads his way up there. You can do the same thing if you're out in your yard tomorrow doing that. Yeah, you can do that. Listen whenever you want. Also, don't forget Teddy Hefner. He's on every day from 9 to noon, except on the weekends. And then he retires to the castle and hangs out. Lawton Swan hasn't left his house. He's at Castle Day Swan out there with the alligator moat and everything else. Be sure to follow his show. He's uh, at Clemson Sports Talk on Twitter. Or at Clemson Sports on Twitter. ClemsonSportsTalk.com. And it's Clemson Sports Talk, the show. There you go. I got to get the branding right. He'll send me a message, tisk, 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 Rob. That's not good, sir. But you can hear him here and on the vast Clemson Sports Talk radio network, which includes 100.1 The Fan in Florence and 920 AM in Manning. Listen to Lawton's show, and you might learn something. I'm on Twitter, at Rob Sounds Good. I'll be tweeting out throughout the weekend. Be sure to uh, follow along there, and I'll interact with certain folks as long as you don't say anything silly. And, of course... Uh, follow the blog page because I have all the information that uh, is important throughout the weekend, or at least what I think is important, I'll uh, put up on the blog. All right, I appreciate the opportunity to uh, entertain you a little bit every day. 
And with that, the show is a wrap. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.